everybody. Welcome back to HR Tech and Sourcing Schools podcast at the Oleo Podcasting booth. We are excited that we are joined by Brenton, who is coming to us live from the floor, live from the team at Paychex. I want to give a shout out to my, my main man, Ryan, who I was talking to all about all things Star Wars before we started this conversation. Brenton, what's going on? What's the vibe here on the floor today? Today, I think people are a little beat up. I think, They're tired. I think I think Vegas hit hard for a lot of people. You are the first person to acknowledge that that, <laughs> that the struggle bus is real. I, I I'm I'm on it, but not because I was out doing crazy stuff. I'm from Detroit. It's a three-hour time zone. It has been like we're both East Coast. Okay, so you understand. <laughs> you it's don't like, get to complain. All right. So wait a minute. When he can complain, but real quick, Michigander? Com- are you we Michigander? We don't care if he complains. I am. Born I'm and raised. Com- yeah. Yeah. Who, who's your team? Sparty or the Wolverines? Neither. I went to Central Michigan, so fire oh. up chips. Okay, all right, that's cool. All right, I was just wondering. I was like, I was like, you got a dog in this fight? Let's see what's going I on. I don't, and most people ne- went to neither Michigan or Michigan State, so it feels fake. It feels like they're phony. I like this guy. Th- this is yeah. this is this is like kind of like all the bulldog bulldog fans. Nobody goes to Georgia. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, for those of you who know that this is not a visual podcast, Brian just sat here and gave Ryan the slide eye yeah. and was like, "But I'll take every but I will Georgia take every Georgia Bulldog that plays take. for the Philadelphia Eagles." That's right. Because I love Georgia football players who do awesome things for the Philadelphia Eagles. Go Eagles! Yay! <laughs> he does. He hates on Philly sports. What if T Swift was dating someone in college? Ooh. That might be... Oh, she'd be dating the man, the myth, the legend, Brock Bowers. Okay. Because she likes tight ends. <laughs> oh, look at Chelsea. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, I, I forgot to mention that we have Chelsea uh, Wernick also here with us. But Chelsea, I tried to convince her to put on a headset, get on the microphone, but she is like, no, I'm going to keep Brenton on track. So, Brenton, as che- to, to help Chelsea keep you on track... Give us a 30,000-foot view of what you do at Paychex and how Paychex empowers companies to do great things. Sure, yeah. Uh, So my role at Paychex is an HR tech engineer, and that is primarily designed for like our 700 HR consultants that are across the country to make sure they feel confident and comfortable with under, like utilizing the, the resources that we've made available to our clients. Our... Our consultants know HR. Like, the, the, they don't need help with the HR side. It's the um, it's the conversation around technology and the HR world is. I'm not going to say it's in a tectonic shift because that would be a little dramatic. But like over the past few years, you know, we're not pushing paper, but we haven't quite caught up to digital literacy understanding what are the data telling us and so there's a lot of opportunities to really provide our consultants with that that zeitgeist to get in there and and, and take take control (laughs) we just went french and german i appreciate that it's it's all hey america america America. yeah Uh Uh uh-huh all right (laughs) my pillow all right so So as we're as we're talking about this and as we're kind of as we're kind of riffing on what you do at Paychex and how you empower small businesses, medium-sized businesses, your consultants all around the country about empowerment. 
What do you think today is the number one tool that somebody needs to empower those businesses to really excel at hiring? I would say it's not necessarily technology, and I know that is probably wild that a technology Isn't that what you conference. Do? It is what I do, <laughs> but if you're only focusing on the technology, you're missing the human component. And mm -hmm. I know people are like starting to kind of wade into that. My concern is we will the will tip too far into one direction, and everything will be cold, data driven like methodical and we'll miss and like whether you're hiring or whether you're retaining your employees you cannot forget about the human component and people <laughs> Chelsea's smiling but she has no idea what's going on right now yeah that was fun the that was cool you, man. we have a sound we have a sound effect that was that was interesting I'm like okay all right sound effects yippee tahini all right tahini is a is a Star Wars joke don't you dare laugh I don't know anything. Houdini! <laughs> Anyhow, don't, don't you dare laugh. I had it as my ringtone, like my text message ringtone for a while. Really? I did. Like, yeah, this I'm a Jabberwocky fan. Probably so. like a decade ago. No, you're a ago. Jawa fan. Jawa. 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 It's kind of like saying Joja. Jabberwocky. It's okay. better. All right, fantastic. That's great. <laughs> All right. So the other question I would ask is, when we talk about empowerment and the human element, a lot of people have talked about AI today. Sure. And yesterday. <laughs> and, and the day before. And the day before, and they're going to keep talking about it for the foreseeable future. How do you feel that AI helps us to be more human as recruiters, as talent, as HCM professionals? I believe AI will help if it frees up or if we leverage it correctly to where we're not removing ourselves from the conversation. I think the biggest concern that I have with AI is that we'll abdicate our decision making. We'll allow something else to tell us how we should behave, act, or you know, choose. There was that study that was done by Harvard Business where 88% of qualified candidates weren't moved through the process. And when you asked the executives at those organizations, and this is a study that was across the UK, US, and Germany, right? When you asked the executives, they were well aware that this was a flaw in the system. It wasn't like, oh, I wasn't aware. They knew that this was happening. And so when you're, when you're recruiting and you're cutting out the active qualified employees, I'm not saying they didn't still get good hires, but maybe they could have had a better. But they shrunk their talent pool. They, sure. they, were, they were blindsided. They, they, yeah, I know the study that you're referring to. Yeah. yeah, they took the efficiency approach which I'm not against. I, I'm really excited about what AI can do. I'm just concerned that people are going all in without understanding where all in is at. You know, JCK made that comment earlier she today did. in a conversation we were having uh, with Jenny Cody Kangas uh, as we were having a conversation about the human element and about data and where data is taking people from a data intelligence standpoint. Also, that actually kind of dovetails, now that I'm thinking about it, into the conversation we were having with Evan and... Uh, with everybody. Yeah, I know. that. that it's that, everybody. That, that's a real, that's a real yeah. uh, caveat and takeaway from it. Uh, other takeaways. What do you think has been the biggest topic other than generative AI on the floor today? Predictive AI? <laughs> Okay, all right. I, mean, I, I like get that. that generative. This guy's, this guy's got a good sense of humor. We should like, make does. this a trio he instead does. of a duo. <laughs> I'd be happy to. 
it pays really well, I assume, right? Yeah. Like, we we have a good time. Dude, we have a good time. We have a good time. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we work for the colors. <laughs> work for the colors. I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to walk away from it. <laughs> Yeah, we do it for the Star Wars jokes. It's all good. Yeah. So have, have you had a chance to walk around and see the other technologies out there? I've had a slight chance. I was actually about to do that after this. This is, so after I hang out with you guys, I was going to walk around for a little bit, see, and then I'm off to the sphere to see the postcard from Earth. So, like, you're like, mm. this This conversation is the last thing for me. We're like the lunch fun, between... So. So the sphere um, about that. What show are you looking forward to seeing? It's the postcard from Earth. Oh, okay. Darren Aronofsky, I believe. If I've if I butchered your name, Darren, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We, okay. we know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, a lot of his artwork is actually sh- or photography is actually shown on Apple Pictures. That's a reference to Apple, another product that 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 Ryan hates. <laughs> Star Wars and Apple. That's what he ribs me about. <laughs> I might have been able to talk. I'm a fan with you. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah, like, no, see, I'm, I'm, I am Android. I am anti-Star Wars. That's cool. I yeah. mean, there's got to be space for you I mean, I've got there. the USB-C. What do you got? Um. Yeah, I don't have USB-C because <laughs> I haven't upgraded. I'll wait, a, I'll wait another cycle for a I've good I've had the USB-C, USB-C since 2012. I, I will admit that the, the 15 is not the best USB-C. I will, I will go on record. Yeah, so um, we've now migrated into the pit of despair, if you're following the conversation, uh, about despair. There are a lot of economic headwinds that are kind of crushing down on people, whether it's uh, increased interest rate, inflation, conflation of job titles. What are you seeing as the silver lining for 2024? Well, we're also seeing... Uh, a smaller job market as more and more baby boomers retire. So if this, if it continues to shrink, which we know it will, about what, 10,000 jobs a day, or 10,000 baby boomers are retiring a day, if it continues on this trend, AI will hopefully step in. And as a result, folks that, unless they really like what they're doing, will have opportunities to move up into better, bigger and better positions. So we mm-hmm. should see a bit of a rising tide as long as AI takes care of like the jobs that no one else wants to do. So th- this this goes back. I forget who we were talking to. We we're talking about farming. Yeah, we farming. were having a conversation about. And so the same data. thing happened in farming sure. when they weren't boom. I don't know who they were. They retired. They they died off. They were done farming. They did not die off. <laughs> they died off. Stop killing people. They were they rode off into the dead. sunset. They rode off into the sunset on a tractor. But <laughs> John Deere though. John, it was a good tractor. John Deere, Caterpillar, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, we, do, we don't discriminate. But they were fancy tractors with GPS. Oh, yeah, right? those are nice tractors. Right. And so that took over. when As the people died, old people died off. The stop younger stop gener- killing people, Ryan. <laughs> the, gen- the younger generation came in yeah. and used the tractors and the combines with GPS and, and all the other stuff that they're GMOs, doing. GMOs, which, what, like it or hate it. There you it, go. Like, they I am made- not needed here. Like, no. these two, these two... <laughs> These Can you two actually, Brian? I was I'm kind of thirsty. Do you have a coffee or something? Oh, I, I did. I did have a coffee. <laughs> I, I went by the Higher Easy Coffee Station. Um, I had a coffee. Um, I had an espresso. Some jumping beans. And uh, they had chocolate covered espresso beans. Okay. And I filled half the cup of with them. Okay. And I was sitting there, and I'm just like eating them like popcorn, going, "Oh, this is, oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah." So I am, I am, I am jacked up. Dun, 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 dun. Which, speaking of which, we're sitting across from a company that's called HCM Unlocked. 
They have not done anything they have, all day. They have had a tremendous amount of five-hour energy on the tech. Chelsea's laughing at me. I mean, a tremendous amount. Like, people, I'm going to take a photo of this, and I'm going to post it to our Instagram feed <laughs> so that you can see how much Red Bull, I mean, not Red Bull, how much five-hour energy they have. Um, I stay away from that stuff. Oh, I stay away from that stuff. Like, I, I do, too. I'm too busy actually, eating coffee beans. Right? I actually haven't had coffee for, like, a month or two now just because I, I've, I, I care about my sanity. I think yeah. I was starting to get a little edgy, like July short. for me. I got little kids, yeah. so like. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean it is awesome, but like now I. The coffee I, or the kids? Kids. Yeah, I, I knew what you meant. Depends. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's in the waters of the teenage years. Yeah. So uh, I, th- I think you and I are swimming in the baby pool. I got like a kindergartner and a three-year-old. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. We're on the You've same. You've got page. time to go. Yeah. Sixteen. Twelve. Well, why why are you looking at me like I should be keeping track of your daughters? <laughs> 16, 13, and 10. That's awesome. 16-year-old is today. She's 16. If I had to guess, though, is the 10-year-old older? She like, kicks you know, their boot. Yeah. 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 She hits a lot. She fights them a lot. She steals their stuff a lot. Where are you going? We told him to get us a coffee. I think he's <laughs> taking us up on that. Yeah, so she, she sticks up for herself. That's, yeah. Yeah, she battles. You back in in the show now? Oh, I'm back in. The, okay, for those of you <laughs> who are who saddle. are watching the program, I got up to give Ashley a hug. And Ashley, if you don't know her at Recruiting Daily, she is the brains behind the operation. She, she does is the person who keeps everything held together. Is been responsible for the podcast that we put together here yeah. at Olio, the podcast that we put together at Greenhouse with William Tincup. Uh, and so much of the day-to-day operations, what we do. So yeah. I don't think she ever gets shouted out on the podcast, but I'm going to give her. I'm going to. I'm going to give her a shout out. <laughs> this poor guy can't even get his podcast in. He's having the time of his life. <laughs> I am. This is this is the He's best going- thing that's happened to me at the conference. Well, <laughs> I've had some really good food. Here. Oh, where, where, where was food the good did food? You have? Good. Not not from the conference. Not not from no, the food. No, we had. I will say yesterday's like. Box lunch here at the conference was the best box lunch I've had at a conference ever. Uh, that is, I know, it's a pretty big statement, but we went to a place called Momofuku last night. Oh. And it was delicious. It was yeah, so um, for those of you who have turned into the podcast previously, I have mentioned the book on, on, uh it's about hospitality. It's uh, it's uh, it's got a green cover. No, it's got a yellow and black cover. <laughs> um, it is by Will Giarda, and it's uh, Unreasonable Hospitality. And he talks about how 111 Madison Park uh, fought against Mamafuku to Mamafuku. I understand. Yeah, to be the number one restaurant in New York City uh, at the height of the recession. Okay. Yeah. That's impressive knowledge. Yeah, I mean he's digging deep for us. I know you're like you're yeah. like you're like Brian. I you, learned a lot from you, man. Yeah, did you see the Barbie movie? No, I read it. And they're like <laughs> they're like, oh, no, no, Mr. Hoity Toity, Mr. I read English things. Okay. Nobody reads the script to Barbie. Okay, and so prior to the call, we were I mean prior to the conversation, we were also having a conversation about Colin Trevorrow's script for Duel of Fates for Star Wars, which Ryan was like, oh, another Star Wars conversation. Well, let's screw that, you know. Yeah. So um, as we're ta- taking on the, uh, the evil empire of the, uh, of the economic headwinds, that's a Star Wars reference, um, it wasn't taken from Ashoka. Um, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers alert. What, you know, we, we've talked a lot about Ryan 
And we've talked a lot about Brenton, and we've talked about some of the things that you see coming down the pipeline. What's one big vision that you've got for 2024 that's really going to unlock and unleash what you're doing at Paychex? I believe some of our partnerships that we are really leveraging and rolling into are going to be... Sorry, something was fine. There's a fly. We've, it, we've it has named been it. here all day. Yeah, we, There's we, a yeah. little it's, natty fly, and then there's a fly fly. Yeah. Can't so, anyway, sorry. I'm really excited about what 24 will bring because... As, a, as our HR consultants begin to, they haven't heard about this yet, so please don't publish this until like, no, I'm just kidding, but we're good. <laughs> Chelsea says we're good. Chelsea okay. says you're good. But Chelsea's on the podcast now. I yeah. want, everybody. I want a handler too. I know, oh, right? Yeah. That's not yeah. her last name though. <laughs> That's oh, funny. That was good. Ding. But anyway. Wait, we, got, we got a rim shot. That, that was so cool. We got one. <laughs> yeah. that was I told so you cool. I, have, I have a six-year-old in kindergarten three. My dad jokes aren't usually on point, but I have been honing the skill. Okay, so wait a minute, I'll give you a dad <laughs> joke, right? Um, this was on another podcast, it was on, it was on Bullion and Brews, is they were like, tell us your best dad joke, is what did the Pink Panther say when he stepped on an ant? I hope he'd be polite and say sorry, so I'm... I'm dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant, dead ant. That's actually good. Yeah, you I like, like that? I like it, I like that one. Yeah. I'll give you credit for that. It's good. Maddie thinks that's the funniest thing in the world. I'll be like, dead ant. She's like, dan ant, dan ant. Yeah. So, what what is one thing? I know we gotta we gotta get you out of here. You got other. You got the sphere. Fancy interviews to do. What <laughs> what what is one thing you're not seeing here that you want to see? Ooh. Um, yeah, we stumped Jim Schneider on that one too. Yeah. He got the cricket sound on that one. Yeah, you can keep playing those crickets while I think. <laughs> uh, no. Um, you could pass it to Chelsea. No, I wouldn't do that to her. You put me on the spot. <laughs> I should uh, sit under the hot heat lamp that you're uh, directing in my face. Um, something that should That's be right. here. Come on the show isn't. and get tortured by Ryan. Ding, 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 ding. Basic question with something. No, it's a solid question. Or what do you see out here that's just completely BS? You can I, name companies. No, I, I'm not. Not unless I'm getting a referral fee. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I, I guess. BS stands for buying signal. Go ahead, okay. sir. Brent. No, I, I think <laughs> as we, as everyone ramps up for AI and like, it, like I, like I said, I love it. But isn't there more that we can be talking about? Isn't there other things? Yeah, we could be talking about uh, upward mobility or internal mobility in an organization. But a lot of AI companies are saying that they have the silver. I don't want to say bullet because that's, you know, whatever. But, like, they have that. Brought to you by Coors Light. Yes. Uh, but they, they, they're saying that AI will help with that. And I'm not saying it won't, but, mm -hmm. like, when, are, when did we lose having a conversation with someone? Just ask, hey, what do you want to do? Like, what, like where do you see yourself so, in, like, two months, three years? Like, just, you know, it's something that as HR professionals, you know, we always talk about exit interviews. But, and I'm sure you've had guests on here that have talked about stay interviews. If you haven't, it's a really, I mean, it's, it sounds have okay. We? we have not had anybody talk about either of those topics. No. Not today or ever. Okay. The well, stay interview. You want to talk about the stay interview? I mean, it's, it's essentially the exit interview before they exit. It's, you know, it's like, Ryan, uh, we really value you and the effort you put into here, which if you stop right there, most employers aren't telling their employees that, right? If you, you know, we've seen studies that mm -hmm. 
you know, what, two thirds of employees who left never got a compliment or a thank you from their employer in the last, like, what, 90 days. So usually that is, they start, they start to feel devalued. But anyway, the stay interview is essentially saying, we really like you. What do you want or how can we help you continue to grow so that you stay happy here? It's just sitting down and having a conversation. Like AI can do, they can't do that. But like, and they, I'm using, yeah, right? It's, it's a bot, whatever. <laughs> and so it's just at the end of the day, we need to get back to the basics. And I'm not saying companies aren't doing these, but if we're continually going to rely on technology, software, or hardware to take our job, like not take our jobs, gosh, that sounds awful, to take away what we should be doing as a leader, like that's on us. So, so I like this concept of the stay interview. One of the things that I, I think is really important to organizations today is to turn retention into the new recruiting. And I don't think that you can do that effectively if you're not doing what you propose. Like I, I took a note on the phone, I'm gonna look into this, I'm gonna study this a little bit deeper. Okay. Yeah, that, that's really hot. Yeah, well, I'll be happy to come back and uh, continue the conversation. All right. I may have to do my own research too though. Okay, that's fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Um, so we'll, we'll get you and Chelsea on the next. I hope so. Are we going to do this next one on site, like in Cancun or something? Can we like warm Aruba, it up a little bit? Aruba, I mean, Bahamas, come on, on pretty yeah. mama. Key don't Lago, hate the idea. Montego. Baby, why don't we go down to Cocama? <laughs> now, um, now about, the, you know, about the next event that we're going to be podcasting at, not sure where we're going to be doing it live again. Um, it's something that we look forward to because, like you talked about, human connection, right? Like, I think that the reason that people are having technology replace the retention interview conversation or the internal mobility conversation is because we've lost the art of going to lunch with our boss or our team. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm getting looks. All right. Well, and, and I'm with you there. I don't know if it's an art. Like, it, it definitely is, but, I mean, I'm happily still working from home. I actually, like, work under the stairs sans spiders but close enough to Harry Potter that you know I get the joke all the time and like so I'm this going is so this, you and I are the same person like <laughs> no Ryan tell him where was my desk for the longest time in the house before before what, we uh, built the office in the kitchen no I was in the I was in the hallway between the kitchen oh and the, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah we're, we're good we got this but but anyway like you know, so I would love to go out to lunch with my boss, but like, you know, he's in upstate New York, right? So that's a little bit trickier. Thankfully, he decided to join me out here at HR Tech, so I did get to grab that. But like, a lot of people need to have that opportunity. I think one thing that gets missed is like sometimes this like happy hour or after work get together. That really puts a stress on a lot, and at least 50%, 75% of the workforce who have little kids or have other, uh, you know, caretaking responsibilities, or they're just not able to step away. So now we're now we're like building on this whole. Either if you're virtual, you're not getting that FaceTime with the boss or the boss's boss. Sometimes that is there's mm -hmm. concerns around that well, limiting career growth. But then if you have these extracurricular activities that are fun that provide the bonding experience, but someone's not able to be there because they have to go, you know, pick up a kid from school or make dinner or get them ready for bed, right? Like the things that you do, if you're not able to go out and participate, and often that burden is carried by the female, like our female coworkers, but it's not, so it's, it, once again, like these little things 
I don't want to use the term microaggression because it's not that, but it's like no, the but little, it's, it's it's something similar to it. it. I know it's, 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 it's very akin, yeah. Yeah, and so it, like there are these things that we need to be repre- like really thinking of and, and working through, and just be like, let's grab a breakfast, right? Or grab, but like if you're still in a work from home environment, what does that look like? And a gift card, you know, to Grubhub isn't going to do the trick. It's nice, but it's not the same. Well, when I was at when I was at AWS, we would do Wine Thirty. Occasionally, okay. right? At, and that makes 9.30 a.m., right? I don't work for AWS anymore, so I can go ahead and tell you, <laughs> sure. You know, like I would sit down and, you know, but um, uh, we would do that and we would get together and we'd have a virtual happy hour um, around the around the Zoom or around the chime call because uh, that's what we used it at AWS. Um, I think there's value in that. But, like, you, you do bring up a, a very strong contrapositive to this about happy hours and where people are in their life cycle and the generations we have in the workplace um, and how we have to communicate to them differently and if you will maybe even have a different value proposition to them about their future with the organization um, to really engage with them at scale I would agree cool Rob what you got I got nothing man this has been a good conversation it would have been a the, only thing that would have made this conversation better, and she's laughing at me because I, she knows that I'm. <laughs> is is there, if Chelsea, real, if Chelsea was on the podcast, um, all right, Brenton, thank you so much. Uh, real quick, I do want to ask you just one question before we go. If there was one thing that we could cover or uncover about you and about your team at Paychecks, a question that we failed to ask you, what's the question and what's the answer? I think the question is probably. How are the consultants, what we call them HR business partners, but like how are they making the life, like their clients' lives easier? And the answer would be they are sitting down with them, connecting with them, working through their processes, understanding their culture, understanding their pain points, and then providing like a, a plan that addresses those. And this is where, like, where my role comes in, and understanding how the data are influencing those ultimate decisions. That's awesome. Brenton, thank you for making time for us today. Ryan and Brian, we are out of here. We are brought to you by Olio at their podcasting booth, and we are joined by the lovely and talented Chelsea. Thanks so much.